Hey, how are you? It's Mary Bicknell. Welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon, where every Monday you're going to get a little biz bite to start your week off right. And then every Wednesday, we're going to deep dive into all things personal growth, where my goal is to help you have an aha every single week. You know, this podcast is for you, for the woman who's the go-getter, who knows there's more inside. And you know what? You're ready to smash through that self-imposed glass ceiling so you can finally see what you're made of. Ready? Let's go. Hey, gorgeous. So happy that you're here. Today's part four of the series on being bold. And we're going to talk about deciding you'll love the decision no matter what, no matter what. I know that sounds like a big ask and it's okay. (laughs) So as a reminder, bold stands for being a brave, outgoing leader, deciding to, oh, you fill in the blank. You fill in your own blank. It could be obviously deciding to lead a life uncommon, to make a million bucks, to work three days a week, to lose those 20 pounds that leave that less than great marriage, build a business, quit a job. You know, each of those previous three episodes have led you to today with the D as in bold. And that's all about deciding, making a decision. And here's the ticket. Trusting what you have decided or what you decide is the right thing. That's the challenge, right? Deciding now that the decision that you make is the right one and that you're going to love the decision. You know, I've been personally working on this like really hard for a while because I have a tendency to kind of overthink things. Wonder if I could have like, if I would have done X, Y, and Z instead of A, B, C. Ugh, and I have to consciously choose to go back to my philosophy of whatever the decision was, Mary, I made the right one. And I can think that thought and love that decision. Here's the thing, until I need to make a new decision. Let me say that again, because I know I get pushback with this. Here's the deal. Making a decision now that you're going to love whatever decision you make in the future and that it's going to be the right decision until you need to make a different decision. Why does that allow you to move forward? That's what we're going to talk about today. So right now, like right now, I've made the decision that even though it's bittersweet, that River's going to be moving out in a few years and go to college, that The decision is, I'm happy. I'm happy for her. Now, that doesn't negate the fact that I'm going to miss hearing her, you know, putts around the house. Or here's the truth. This is what's funny, what's happening right now, that I'm even speaking about this. This is cracking me up. So it's around 10 o'clock in the morning. It's still summertime. I've been in my office for two hours, and River's alarm has been going off for like two hours, like every 20 minutes, like ding, ding, ding. And then her like other alarms. And it's really, it's so ironic that my example today for you is about the bittersweetness of my daughter eventually going away to college when today in full transparency, her alarm going off has been kind of annoying me. I just went in there. I'm like, I'm getting ready to do this podcast. You got to turn it off, blah, blah, blah. I love how the universe gives these, these lessons slammed right into my face that I run me. So I've made that decision that River will always need me. You know, some moms, they're like, when my kid goes away to college, they're never going to need me. I really miss them being small, blah, 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 all that. 
it's not that I don't, I won't ever look back and, and think, oh, you know, it was, those were fun times when River was small. I love today. I love now. And I've decided that the best is yet to come in our relationship. The best is yet to come in our relationship. And, and it's going to be a crying day in the Bicknell household when my daughter goes off to college. And the decision is, that those conversations that we are having now at 15 are amazing. And the ones when she goes to college and she gets married, it will be amazing and fascinating. I love how she thinks. I've decided on purpose to love the transformation of our relationship. And if I didn't make that decision to love the transformation, I'd miss out on the good that's happening right now. So many times people miss out on the good that they could have right this very minute because they're in that screwed up. Like, what if I would have made a better decision? What if, you know, what if that? No. What if the decision is the best decision? And I love the decision that I've made that, oh my God, even if it's a little bittersweet, I'm loving that it's going to be better than ever. Oh God, even me saying that you can hear, I know you can hear the inflection change in my voice. Because saying it inspires me and lights me up and makes me so like on fire about what's to come. Isn't that a much better place to be in the like, oh, I wish she was little again. I wish that she could live with me forever, which that sounds like, well, that's not good, right? That's not, that's not really healthy. So it's the same thing when I decide on any goal, right? I decide the choice I make to meet the goal is the right one until proven otherwise until proven otherwise. This gives me and gives you the freedom to make a different decision down the road. I'm not saying by by telling you decide you'll love the decision no matter what. I'm saying and saying that you can't um, change it. You can't modify it. But right now you got to go into, I'm going to love this decision no matter what. I've decided that. I've decided to trust myself. There's a subtlety to this that sometimes gets lost. And so I'm gonna give you a lot of variety of ways to to look at this. Here's how I start though. I have to constantly remind myself that I can trust my gut, that the decisions I make are sound, and that I'm 100% available to growth. Here's the deal, you get to decide. I want you to do this, take a deep breath in. Ah, Decide right now that that you'll love the decisions you make in the future. Yes. Yes. Do it right now. I know some of you are like, I don't really know. I don't know. Yes. Decide on purpose right now that you will trust the decisions that you make will be the right decision. Why is this so critical? If you want something different in your life or in your business or in your body or in your relationships, you got to do something different. Period. Like that's like the truth. Now, granted, you may not know what to do differently, but you have to, you must do things differently. So part of the very first step in doing things differently is thinking differently. And when you're deciding on purpose that you'll love your your decisions, that you will trust yourself, that's the first step in thinking differently. Because I know if you're like most people, and certainly most of my clients, that, that consciously thinking I can trust my decisions is something they have to work on. It doesn't come naturally to them. So how do you do this? Well, if you have a tendency to overthink, you may procrastinate, even on making a decision, right? 
raise your hand if you've ever procrastinated about some kind of decision. I want you to become aware that that procrastination is actually a decision that you're making to stay stuck. You know, often women are like, I'm stuck, Mary. I'm st- I don't know what to do. Or, which by the way, I don't believe. Okay. So, or they say, I just can't decide. Here's what I want to tell you. You're lying to yourself. It's actually them lying to themselves because when you don't decide, someone else will. So in truth, you've decided due to your indecision to allow someone else to control your life, to control your destiny, to control your results, your relationships. And women have been taught this really from a young age. Like ask, ask all your friends, ask everybody else, get feedback or allow the man to make the decisions or fall into the patriarchy and give into it. Not staking your flag in the ground, making this is what I'm deciding. This is what I'm doing. This is the result I want. This is the goal. This is my desire. This is what I choose. This is who I am. Because we don't want to offend people. Most people are not willing to, all right, I tease my clients this. I'm like, uh, run naked through the streets with what you believe in, right? What are your core values? What do you, who are you? Are you willing to stand up? for your mission. And your mission is a variety of things. Your mission with your business, your mission with how you want to be in the world, what the kind of mom you want to be. Like, are you willing to take a chance on being all in on yourself? See, when you don't decide, you've allowed the other person to be in control of you. Okay. How does that sit with you? Because when you don't decide, it puts you into a victim state. So you know what? Here's a little push, a little twist to it all, right? A goal or a desire or a result that you want that you currently don't have means you're going to experience some growth. Here's the easy way I want you to think about it. First, right, like you're going to love the decision no matter what. You've decided. I'm going to trust myself. And you're also going to decide that, you know what? Going after what I want means I'm going to have to grow because otherwise you'd obviously have it already. Well, growth is a little risky. Our brain is like, oh my God, don't grow. Let's stay safe and warm under the blanket. Growth means change, means being uncomfortable. See, not going for your desired result or your goal is risky because eventually being comfortable becomes uncomfortable. Let me say that again. We know when you have a big goal, you have to grow to be able to attain it. And that's risky, right? And it means you're going to be uncomfortable. But here's what I want to give to you. Not going for it. Not going for it. In other words, letting life go by year after year, moment after moment, day after day, with the calling, the longing, the yearning inside of you and not going for it because you like your comfort zone, that becomes incredibly uncomfortable. It becomes gnawing at you because you want more, right? It's that gnawing. So if you're going to be uncomfortable, my friends, right? If you're going to be uncomfortable, why not just be uncomfortable leaning into the growth, into the risk, into going for it, instead of sitting with the discomfort of stagnation? 
stagnation. Ugh, like stagnation. What does that mean? That's death, right? That doesn't mean, that means you're not moving forward. You're not evolving. Now remember, I'm not talking about you saying you can't decide on like where you're going out for dinner because both places are great and you don't want to decide and you've decided to let someone else decide. I mean, there's plenty of times like I'm like, um, you've made the, say like, here's the thing. I'm not talking about these simple things. I'm talking about the big stuff, the, the, the like game changing kind of things, the desires of your heart and soul, the dreams, the goals, the results that you want. I'm not talking about like, you know what? I can't really decide on what we want for dinner tonight. You guys decide. Cause you know what? You've really made the decision that whatever they decide is cool. They want Mexican. Great. They want tacos. Great. They want, they want to go out for Chinese. Great. Like you've decided you you're, you're good, right? You've decided that whatever the decision is, you're going to love it. You're all good feel the difference. See, you're brilliant and you can make what you want happen. And so I want you to really start thinking about how can I claim it? How can I say it? What do you want, my friends? What do you want? What do you want? Are you honest with yourself? We talked about bravery. Are you brave enough to say what you want? And maybe you you do need to say what you want for dinner. I don't know. But you might also need to say what you want out of a relationship, what you want out of your business, what you want with your clients. I'm going to invite you right now to decide to choose not to be stuck. You got to choose it. You know, stuck is different than being, than settling guys also. Stuck is different than I'm settling in for a moment and I'm evaluating things. See, when people say they're stuck, they, they really don't know which way to turn. That's far different than there's moments in time and we actually talked about this. I believe this is one of the very first pod, the very first podcasts. Um, we talked about stuckness. There's moments when you're riding things out. You're at a plateau and it's a plateau you're good with. Um, there's times where you make a decision, you're, you're hitting a goal and you need to, um, to be repetitive with that goal, with the action steps so that it becomes more automated. It becomes more habituated. And that's totally different. That being settled, evaluating, that's completely different than being in a place of like, I don't know which way to turn. I'm asking you, decide right now, whatever way you turn is going to be the right way until it's not. You have to be fully ready to step into the leader in your life, which means taking the responsibilities for the results that you have. And this is, I've said this again, and this is going to be an overriding theme with all of the things about leading a life uncommon is that taking responsibility is much more freeing than you think. You just might not be so aware of that. When you decide now that whatever choice you make, that's the right decision, you will turn your mind on. You will turn your subconscious on. It will automatically look and seek the opportunities that you might miss if you're all in the, the mired in the doubt phase. You know, it, they talk about that. Like when you've decided the universe opens doors. If you decide, oh my God, this is the best decision. I love this decision and we're just going for it. And I'm letting all other decisions fall away. Oh, God, even me saying that, my mind just starts racing. Like, what big decision do I want to make? What new decision do I want to make? What new goal? It makes me inspired to see what's possible. Get it? See, when you're living in doubt, it just makes you think about all of the other options. 
And it makes you think about missing out. That's not the way to achieve your desires and dreams, your goals and results. Focusing on what you might be missing out of is the wrong direction. (laughs) You want to be facing toward the thing that you want. You want to be making decisions from your goal. You want to make action steps from your goal. That decision that you made, the thing that you said you want, all actions and thoughts and behaviors are from the fact that you already have it in your mind. When you miss out on what's possible, time moves by and frankly, you just, you're going to allow yourself to step right into regret or living in what I call the hell of what if, right? What if I would have done it differently? What if it Let's today turn this around and be in the possibilities of what if. If you're somebody who defaults into the negative what if, like what if I would have done it differently? I invite you to instead start thinking about what if this really does happen? What if I allow my mind to open up to possibilities? What if all my dreams come true and I really am in a place of saying yes? What if, oh my God, I can really make this happen? What if you can make a million dollars? What if you can work three days a week? What if you lose out last 20 pounds? Oh my gosh, what if you could literally create a life that you adore? My husband, John, retired from the Marines in uh, 2010, and we had the opportunity, um, we, we wanted to move to Germany. So we'd always talked about Germany, and on my goal poster I had, I was pregnant, I had a little picture of, and I'm gonna, I'm not going to say this properly, Neuenstein, it's that castle where it looks like the Disney castle, and I was like so excited to go there, and I wanted to live there, and I was just like, yes, he's in the Marines, let's get him stationed there, blah, 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 blah. Well, He had that opportunity. He was given that opportunity right before retirement. We had made the decision, he's going to retire. And then they're like, by the way, you could go to Germany. And we were like, this is what we said we wanted. But we went ahead and he retired and we moved here to the Pacific Northwest. And we love it here. And all was great. And then listen to this. A few years later, he was given another opportunity to get a job in Germany. Well, by this time, River was in like second or third grade and we turned it down. So think about this twice, two times for years, I've wanted to go back to Germany for two times. We had the opportunity to live there. Both times we've turned them down. You know, part of the, the reason why is because we wanted to give River the, the same like school and the same small town and like she would know all the kids because John and I did not have traditional school paths. I went to seven different schools. He went to a boarding school. So we were like, oh, a little small town. Turns out River likes adventure and she probably would have been just fine if we would have lived somewhere else. So are there times I could have been like, crap, we didn't go to Germany. I could have doubted my decision. But sure. But here's the deal. Get this. This is what, this is the problem when we second guess ourselves. What good would that do except make me feel like the amazing life I have is not good enough? Oh my God. I mean, think about it. This is the truth. If we would have gone, our life would have been different, but not necessarily better. That's the trap right there that many people fall into. The what if life would have been better? What if that other thing would have been better? We do this in so many areas of our lives. 
The same thing with parenting. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but uh, you know, there's been times I'm like, oh my God, with that time that she was little and I yelled at her, was that the moment that had some negative impact? How is that helping me think great about my child? If I'm thinking that, then I'm assigning her as less than what is possible for her. If I would not have yelled at her that one time, then she could be a better person. Like, no, she's an incredible person. We live in an incredible place. So we didn't go to Germany two times. Think about this with your business. What about on business? You might think about like, how do I price something? What what am I going to choose a price around? What am I deciding to choose to price my thing? You know, I talked about pricing, by the way, in one of the Monday BizBite episodes. Make sure that if you have a business, you're listening on Monday mornings with your 10-minute BizBite action step to get your week off right. And so one of them was all about pricing. So how do you decide? So I want to go back. I want to actually, you know, I, I, as I'm speaking out loud and I'm recording this for you, I just want to recap one little thing because we're going to talk about this another day because it's important. Here's the deal again. What would happen? What happens is when you get stuck thinking the, what if I would have done something differently? then that's that moment, you guys, when you have that feeling inside, like it's just not good enough. I'm not good enough. Life isn't good enough. This isn't good enough. My house isn't good enough. My family isn't good enough. My my weight loss isn't good enough. What happens is that's a case in point where you haven't made the decision ahead of time, whatever the result is, you're just going to be all in until you make a different decision. When you're in that it's not good enough place, that what if place, you fail to really be in a state of gratitude for what you have. And you know what? I'm a believer that you can't get more good if you're not grateful for what you have today. You can't get more good if you're not grateful for what you have today. Oh, like so much around that. Keep an eye out for that the whole good enough, right? So how do you decide on purpose that you're going to love your decision? So first, what are the results that you want? Again, what is it that you want? And really, when are you going to claim what you want? And you're going to say it and you're going to be like, this is it. This is what I want. I want you to think about the possibilities to achieve it. Then I want you to think about what kind of woman, here's where the rubber hits the road or whatever all those sayings are like that. (laughs) What kind of woman do you need to be in order to do the work to have the result that you want. Like, let's stop BSing ourselves. Remember what I said, growth is uncomfortable. If you want something different, then you need to be a different person in order to have it. Does that mean you're not good enough? You're beautifully, wonderful, wonderfully good enough right now how you are. And yet, there's probably things you need to change and grow so that you can get the result that you want. Or you'd already have the result. I mean, like let's, I, you've heard me say it before, like let's remove the emotion and think about it a little bit logically. If you want a different result, you can't keep showing up the way you've been showing up. That's just not going to work. What do you need to think to get you inspired and committed and motivated? So you probably have a list of things that you could do to achieve the result, right? And write all those things down. 
write them all down. Uh, let's say you want to run a marathon. What are all the things that need to happen in order for you to successfully hit whatever that is? 26 miles. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. Somebody tell me what is it? 26 miles. I don't know. Whatever it is. What are all the things you need to do? But first you need to decide that the things that you put into action and that you stick with until you achieve the goal, until you pivot or in, until you update the to-do list or the things to, um, accomplish your results list, you need to update your thinking, your mindset so that you can have what you want until you need to pivot. So decide you're going to be open to having what you want. First, I want to really stop for a second and, and, and support you in this. Are you open to what you really want? Sometimes we say we want something because it sounds good, but it's not what you really want. It's not what you really want. For let me give you an example. The, I um, you know, sometimes women say like, I I want to have a big family, but inside they're like, hell no, I don't want to. I don't want a bunch of kids. But they've been programmed that way, right? We've been conditioned. Um, sometimes people talk about like, I really I want to have a a million dollar business, a ten million dollar business. Do you really? You can decide to love that decision until you make a different decision. Honestly, that was me. I'm going to be transparent. There was a time I was like, I want a $10 million a year business. Of course I do. That was partly because I was like, I love a big ass goal. I was all in doing all the things. And then I made a different decision. I realized, you know what? I don't want a lot of team members. I don't want to know all about W-2s and workman's comp. I don't want all of those things. What I want is to work three days a week and still live in two houses and fly first class and all like those things. And I don't need a $10 million a year business to do that. You guys, it's funny too. I, with, with business clients, I, I, I tease, right. It's kind of funny. I tease. It's like, you know, it's okay. It's okay. You don't have to have a million dollar a year business. That doesn't mean you're lazy that you just want to crank out a couple hundred grand working a couple days a week. Like that's good. So decide what you really want. Maybe you don't like the town that you live in. Where do you want to move? Decide right now that you're going to take the time needed to be the woman who can trust herself. Decide now that you'll acknowledge your other decisions, that you are 100% responsible for them, and think about what was the process you took to decide. Or was there no forethought? See, sometimes you think you just got stuck or that it just, I'm doing air quotes here, it just happened. I want to challenge you to think about that's not the case. Now, I know that there's crappy stuff that happened to you. I know, of course, there's crappy stuff that happened to me, all of which is out of my control. But at the end of the day, we have to make a decision on how we want to handle the problem or get the problem or set a new goal so that we have a different result around that problem. We can talk about we had things happen to us. There's no denying this. And you can either sit with that or you can say, I want something different. Who do you need to be as a woman to say, I want something different? Also, you know, I, I want to put out there too, this is not for those of you who are like, you know, my life is really good. It, this is not about you have some crappy life. This is, you know, this whole Lead a Life on Comment podcast for you and teachings and trainings and support and coaching and all the things that I do. This is not because... Many of you have amazing lives and you still want something more. I want to give you permission to give yourself permission to 
allow yourself to want the more and allow yourself to want it without the guilt. Unapologetically, you want what you want. Not because you're just sitting around in your misery, although there's plenty of you that are sitting around in your misery. And there's plenty of you who have look good on paper, have all the trappings of quote, quote, success. And there's still this longing, this yearning, this deep knowing within yourself that what you're doing and how you're living and who you're being is not quite it yet. Lean into that. Allow for that. Acknowledge that. Honor that. Trust that. Look, it's not easy. I mean, it's like, is it easy? It's kind of like yes and no, right? It's kind of like, yes, it's easy to decide right now to trust your decisions. Like go prove yourself right. Go prove that you can trust your decisions. Go look back at those decisions you've made. And no, it's not easy also. On the very other hand, of the, you know, it's the, the other side of the coin. Because you're probably not in the habit of being super conscious and aware of how to follow through on stuff. See, most of the time people are going to just try and get you to decide around their thinking. And I want you to support you to listen to yourself. Stop asking everyone else. Start trusting yourself. Start loving all your decisions and allow yourself to decide to change something. Just because you decide in a course of action now doesn't mean you can't modify it. Don't feel bad about pivoting. Don't feel bad about letting go of something. Let it go. It's okay. Here's your uncommon action steps for the week. Decide today that you're going to love your decisions. Decide today you will believe in yourself. You will choose thoughts that support you believing in you. Here, let me give you one. In case you're like, I don't know what to think, Mary. I don't know what you're talking about. Here you go. You could say, Mary. Today, I trust that, and I, I frequently say we, you guys, so you're going to hear me say that. So I'm going to do a podcast for you called Me, Myself, and I. And it's kind of like this inner collective. Okay, that's just a side note, just to prep you <laughs> in case you're like, why is she saying we? I say to myself, because I feel like we are who I am today, right? The woman I am today. And then there's the future evolved self. And then there's all the past iterations of who I've been. And it's the collective of who I am today. So when I think about where I'm headed, I frequently think about from the goal, from my future self, who's already attained the goal, but it's still the collective, right? Our parts of ourselves. So I might say something like today, we're really going to make this decision about X, Y, and Z, and we're going to trust it all ahead. And then I'm going to do something like I have post-it notes all around me. So I'm going to write it down on a post-it note. I'm going to stick it right on my computer. So I'm looking at it. So my brain is constantly seeing it. This is why some people have goal posters and other things that help them switch their identity. Now, goal posters, guys, although I've had those for years, that's not the end all be all. It's just one tiny little tool in helping you connect with the greater something. It's a doorway that opens to allow you to start connecting with what you really want. So when your brain starts to pull you into like the... um proving you wrong that your decision wasn't right, what can you do differently? How can you make the decision that the result is right? All while honoring the fact that your brain is desperately trying to keep you stagnant. So write out what you believe about yourself, what you believe about trusting yourself, what you believe about your decision-making abilities, 
If you need to do some forgiveness work for yourself, do that. And how can you change those beliefs? How can you rewrite that story if they're not supporting you? How can you honor the thing that you really want? Decide today that what you want and daily connect with it so that you can be open to all the possibilities. Here's where I want to really leave you is like being open to all the possibilities, being focused on the what if it really can happen. That is where all of the power comes from. Start today looking at your habits, your actions, your thoughts, become aware. So often when I'm coaching clients, whether they're around business or executive coaching or leadership coaching or consulting even, I'm, I really reflect back to my clients, the words that come out of their mouth, because that's a window into their thinking. I would like for you to try to start really thinking about yourself. What thoughts do you have about yourself? What beliefs do you have about yourself? How frequently have you defaulted into something that feels like it's not truly supporting you? See, you're in charge. Let that sit for a moment. You're in charge. You have to be bold, creating a life that's not mediocre, that's not average, that in fact is uncommon, takes you becoming aware of who you are and making changes and transforming and transcending our old beliefs and patterns of interacting with the world is what it takes, my friends. It takes dedication and commitment, daily vigilance, and it's also worth it. So again, let me remind you, you are in charge. Decide that you're going to love your decisions. Ah, so good. I cannot wait to hear how much you love this bold four-part series, what you've decided to make action happen today that's totally uncommon. I want you to know that I believe in you so much. And even though I don't know you individually, I believe what's personal is universal. And if you're anything like me and anything like the women that I've worked with over the past 20 years, there's this truth, there's this similarity, there's this knowing that you know that you know, and I'm here to help support you embracing that about yourself. So go make it a great day. I will see you next time. I'll talk to you next time. And remember, be bold. You deserve to lead a life uncommon. Bye now. Hey, you've been listening to the Lead a Life Uncommon podcast. I'm here helping you create a life to allow you to do whatever the heck you want to do whenever you want to do it. If you got some value out of this, I'm going to ask you, pop over and give a five-star review. Subscribe and share this with a girlfriend you know is ready to lead a life uncommon herself. And I want to give you a couple of things. Number one is pop over to marybicknell.com slash podcast. I have something called the guide to your hidden thoughts around money and success. You're going to uncover some good stuff there. It's a little workshop I'm giving to you. And another thing I want you to take advantage of is this exercise I did all around connecting with your evolved future self. You're going to love this exercise. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, when you're done, please, please, please go and tag me on Instagram or any of the socials and tell me what you thought. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say and I'll chat with you soon. Bye now.